Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to be back, isn't it? We've got a brand new Love Island, brand new things that we haven't seen, and Chris, it's in fucking Vegas. So I did tweet out a little bit earlier <laughs> that if Carlsberg did Love Island, they would do it in Vegas just for us. So what did you what did you make? We've saw the same formula, haven't we? You know, with the with the two girls rocking up first and then getting drip fed. So first two girls in, we had Selly, I think that's how yep. you pronounce it, and Moira. What, what did you make to the two girls coming in there? I thought they were okay. Selly was was a bit confident, uh, not too overconfident. Moira was quite quiet. I thought they were, you know, nice interactions. But I must say, Dave, when Justin came in. And she was the uh, the third girl to come in. It's the fake. Oh, I'm so pleased to see you. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> it's amazing. Then Caitlin came in, and it was like, oh my god, oh you are beautiful. And I'm sat there thinking, give it a day, and you're gonna be calling <laughs> each other fucking rotten. And it didn't even take a day. But when Caitlin said, I have psycho tattooed on the inside of my lips, I was like. Well, that's definitely going to be a problem. <laughs> but it started off normal. And let me just say, Dave, I am sat in my room. You know Las Vegas is the place I want to retire to. I have a Las Vegas sign in front of me. I've got my birthday things, Las Vegas. Everything in my house is Las Vegas. I've got pictures, ornaments, everywhere. even drinking out of a Las Vegas cup in celebration of this episode. I couldn't fanboy more over the fact that I am seeing different parts of Vegas in this episode and the traffic and everything else. And also, Bally's is there next to Cromwell. I stayed there November 2018 for my 40th. This is, with, I'm going to say it now, Dave, I'm putting my stake in the ground. This is going to be my favourite Love Island. I don't give a shit <laughs> if they're the worst contestants ever. It's in Vegas. If anyone's listening from the show and they need to tremendously well-groomed and well-thought-out presenters. We're not the guys, but if you need two guys who don't give a shit and say it how it is, send us the tickets. We don't care about quarantining. We are coming over to Vegas because this, Dave, is everything that I love about reality TV in my favourite city in the whole world. I am so excited about this next six weeks. Oh, it was great, wasn't it? I mean, it, it just... When they were, when it was overlooking like Caesar's Palace and that, and you get to see the strip, and it's just oh, it's so fantastic, Chris. I was I was trying to think the last time I went, I think I stayed the Venetian. I think that was the That's last nice. time I was. So, so yeah, it's pretty cool. I quite liked it there, but yeah, it does put a whole new spin on the on the series, doesn't it? And I did think to myself, you know what? If there's any country in the world that will make sure something like Love Island happens. It's the US, isn't it? You know, everyone yeah. else is like being a bit uh, sort of standoffish and like, oh, well, what could happen? And it's like, nope, we're going to make it happen. Okay, this is where we are and this is what we've got to do. Yep. Let's have it in fucking Vegas. What a great idea. <laughs> exactly. And then the presenter, Ariel Vandenberg, we'd uh, retweeted and we'd seen a video of her doing the tour of the actual villa. And she said, didn't she? Like, And it just looked like the, the, the UK one, to be honest. They've done a great job the way they've set it up. But she'd said, you've all been quarantining. You've all been uh, tested. 
every day and all this and everything. So it's what we talked about, didn't we, on the episode the other day that we did with Michelle briefly was like, how are they going to do? And also we've both said, and we've said it privately, is if someone gets COVID while they're in there, what the hell's going to happen? Does the show finish? Do they just quarantine? I mean, I, I, I can't think ethically that it'd be a great idea to carry on with the show. I mean, it's something probably overthinking. I'm pretty sure they'd probably wipe it under the carpet, Dave, because of this, because this is going to get eyes on it. It starts in the UK on the 7th of September. We're doing it live as the episodes happen. So if you're tuning in from the UK, welcome to the show. I hope you're listening in. But what I love is the fact, Dave, that Justin is talking. She's the third girl in. She says, yeah, yeah, I'm doing this, this, this. But I'm also a go-go dancer, like a you know belly dancer, whatever she is, a lap dancer. And then she went, but my dad doesn't know that I do this at weekends. And I'm thinking, I bet he fucking does now, though, Justin. <laughs> Hello. You know, you know there are two. You know, why don't you just have that conversation before you go on the fucking show? <laughs> have the conversation before. You know, he is probably, he's going to be fucking mortified, isn't he, if he's sat at home watching that, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and just to clarify, I don't think a go-go dancer is a lap dancer. I think that. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's just, just dances in clubs or something, don't you? Obviously, she's not been able to in quarantine. But yeah, I, I just laughed at that. I thought, this is not the platform to tell your mum and dad that you do that a weekend. Come on. <laughs> there was that one. And then later on, we had Mackenzie. And she goes, yeah, people don't know like who I'm with and stuff because I'm a very private person. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, fuck off. Like, camera three, did you get that? Yep. Don't come on Love Island if you're a very private person, for fuck's sake. Or claim that yeah. you're a very private person. I'm not Come having on. it at all. But no. I, I've got to say, Chris, I mean, I, I just had a few little things. So so Sally, you know, she says she's Latina. She likes to wear the pants, you know, in the in the relationship. So I think she's going to be a bit fiery. And we certainly saw she, she's going to stir things up a little bit. You know, definitely had a lot of interest from the blokes. Um, Moira, you know, said straight away, like, she's ready to have kids. So I think... You know, she she's definitely going to be one of those that's all in very quickly. Yep. Like you say about Justine, you know, uh, what a way to drop that bombshell on you on your dad, who you said is very traditional. It's like fucking come on. But what I did like, and you said it, Caitlin with the old uh, psycho tattoo. See, I I didn't really pay attention to that bit. But what Caitlin did say is she is that she could do a little dad bodage. And I got. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta tell you, Chris, you know, I was thinking, well, there's a little dad bodage right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what, Dave, right? I'll be honest with you. She, I think you know, she she's like the fourth one in. She's very opinionated and and I, honestly, I think she's got psycho written for a reason because she kept telling the camera that she's such a nice person. And usually if you've got to <laughs> tell people that, and she even tells uh, uh, Fingy picks her, is it Carrington? Carrington picks her, and he's a big head. He's like 23, oh, I've earned four yeah. million pounds for Thingy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, mate, come on, wind your fucking neck in. But he comes behind and goes, she's beautiful. And, and she turns and goes, and I've got a great personality. And I'm thinking, but again, <laughs> why are you telling everyone? <laughs> yeah. However, I do think they've got a really bad energy together yeah. as a couple. That Straight away, I don't think she is as genuine as she's saying. She cops off with Trey. She she bins off Carrington straight away. Then she wants Johnny, who comes in after everyone's been coupled up, and wants a bit of him. She was gutted when he didn't pick her at the end, and he picked Sally. And I'm just like, 
hello, <laughs> you, she, Dave, I'm telling you, she's proper. She's going to go for loads of people in there. And this bollocks at the start when Sally's like, oh, you were amazing. I'm sort of thinking these two are going to clash, completely clash through it. So <laughs> I love it because straight away I'm thinking Carrington and her are two people that stand out as just being a little, I mean, Trey, Let's be honest, Dave. Trey played the game there. He got a few snogs in and he was just playing all the girls, wasn't he, really? Yeah, what did he say in his introduction? Something about I've made mistakes in the past or something. But but now, you know, I'm here to find someone. Sorry, mate, your fucking actions say something completely yeah. different. He's a fucking <laughs> complete player. When he stuck it on Caitlin, so she's like, oh, have I got, do you tell the truth? Have I got like sweat on my upper lip? And he's like, he fucking steams right in there. It's like, oh, come on, you smooth bastard. But, you know, <laughs> just absolute player. He was, he was brilliant. And, and I tell you what, though, Dave, I thought Mackenzie, out of all the girls, is really pretty, but she didn't half remind me of Cassidy from the Australian Love yeah. Island. Really did. She had, really has got the same looks as her, to be honest. Yeah, the hair's exactly the same. The makeup's done the same. She the said smile, she, yeah. she happens to have just been out with these billionaires in the past, but she doesn't seek them out. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll tell <laughs> you what. When, 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 when I'm doing my shopping in Aldi, Chris, I, I don't tend to bump into many billionaires, you know. <laughs> Our chances of bumping into a billionaire or a millionaire who fucking Asda or Home Bargains or fucking yeah. uh, B&M's, it's not going to happen. Dave. We've got more chance of getting on a fucking rowing boat than getting on a yacht with these fuckers. <laughs> I will say, I will say that there is a net. We've watched the first series and anybody who's not watched the first series of Love Island USA, if we did, did do a full run of it again, we did every episode. Go back on that because I did, I'm sure we comment on the fact that these people in the first series are not as po- not polished. They seem quite normal. The, a lot of these in here already are, are smelling of the UK. I've got a talent agent. Let's put them in there because they're too polished for me, Dave. They've all got the Instagram bollocks going on. They are influencers and you can't see what i'm doing with my fingers but you know what i'm talking about the old 80s quote fingers yeah the old 80s quote <laughs> fingers but but genuinely too many of them are too polished and i think that it's going to be good tv i think they're going to play up to the cameras a lot more than what we got in the first series which is great and they've obviously got faith in the series because it's gone from four weeks to six weeks and that's great whether we're saying that dave after doing a podcast every single day six weeks i'm told probably not but at the moment I'm all in. However, Dave, we've got to talk about James because James and Moira get together. They are literally loved up within a day, but he has the best name ever, Dave. James James. McCool. No, James (laughs) McCool. That's his name. Is that his Perfect. That's his second name, McCool. You can't argue with that. He's got... Fuck off. That is not his real name. I I believe you. It's his name now, but I'm not having that he was fucking christened James McCool. That's like (laughs) fucking... That's like McLovin. Uh, super yeah. bad. <laughs> but there is there is a wrestler, a girl called Michelle McCool, who was in the wrestling for years, and that was her name, Dave. I don't know whether that was a wrestling name, but that's the name that she went by. But yeah, that's his name, James McCool. But what I want to say is Moira and her, and him, sorry, her, and him got together, pretty much loved up. They were the first couple pretty much to snog. But then Justine starts crying. She's like, I want what they want. I'm like, you've been in there a fucking day, not I, even a day. I couldn't <laughs> believe that. I mean, I, I did feel sorry for her because she stepped forward um, for Jeremiah. You know, so you always think that first guy who walks in, 
no one's going to step forward. You always think yes. that. But, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I, she did. And then he was like, I'll pick Sally. <laughs> it's like, you know, that was proper pied her off. So, so that was, you know, that wasn't nice to see. But, yeah, I, I thought the same thing as you. It's like, it's fucking day one. And, yeah, and even weird. the thing is, when James came out, uh, Moira said, oh, I'm looking for that instant connection. Instant connection? Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> I know. It's, it's just, just lust at first sight, surely. Oh, I fancy them. Just say that, you know, you're not going to get an instant connection just how someone looks. No, you're not. And, and you know what, Dave? I got a feeling a little bit of a Grant and Cassidy moment because I'm thinking James is with her. He's into her. He's not going to do a fucking Grant, is he, when someone else comes in and Moira's going to be an absolute wreck because she looks all in already. And that, is, that for me, is quite worrying after a day. So, so I was getting less of a Love Island Australia vibe and more... Love Island USA season one vibe. Was it Kyra? K- Kyra, yeah. Little Kyra. She was all in, wasn't she, after day one with uh, what's his face? Who... Cashel, was it? Was it Cashel? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So Moira, after not having an instant visual connection, you know, James ends up picking her and, you know, he says, uh, My eyes are drawn to the red. And she has to look down and check, Oh, that's me. <laughs> And um, yeah, but after that, she she was definitely all in, wasn't she? He was saying all the right things, and she was lapping it up. But I'm not sure about James. You know, I I think you know, I think she's into him a lot more than he's into her. Yeah, I think yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he's enjoying it right now, but I, I don't know. And when he's saying, "Oh, you know, I'm a bit of a cuddler," and she's like, oh, "Really." You know, and so yeah, I'm I'm not buying that he's really that into it. But I think she is doing a Kyra, and she's going to go all in, and she's going to be a bit distraught if you know his eye does does venture elsewhere. Yeah, I agree. I, I tell you what was the line of the episode for me, Dave. I think it was Caitlin who said it. Now, when you think of a rugged actor, you're thinking of. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, aren't you? Big, beefy, you know, proper monster, big beard on him and everything. Kayla's like, I was yeah, yeah. More Grant Mitchell, but okay. Oh, Grant on. Mitchell. Well, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Like in a film or in a TV show, <laughs> Ross right, Kemp, yeah. for anyone who's not from the UK, he's an actor, big, bald headed, big, grizzly guy, you know, so someone who, who's just like a little bit different, but, you know, a bit tough and someone a bit mysterious. He's on the edge of stuff. Kayla's like, yeah, I love someone who's rugged and really think, you know, like Zayn Malik. Zayn Malik has never been <laughs> rugged in my fucking life, Dave. I'm thinking, do you not watch anything? I know he lives over there now. He's in the UK. Zayn Malik is the most unrugged guy I've ever met, Dave. And I'm, I was pissing myself. I know that's a, <laughs> not in a, a thing, but I'm just like, Caitlin is all over the place. And her absolute be- uh, resting bitch face when she didn't get picked at the end was a fucking belter, Dave. I'm like, oh, she's not happy one bit. I mean, she she only went and told Sally, and Sally took it quite well that she kissed Trey, I think, because the other girls yeah. put her in on the spot. She wouldn't have done that. No way. She went, oh, I'm a, I'm a upfront girl. And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell her when you did it? You didn't never... And he didn't say anything either, but Sally took it for what it was. She was like, oh, fair enough. That's. I thought that was really good of her, to mm. be honest. Yeah, I, I what I like about this crop, Chris, is that the the first season of the US Love Island, they were all they all seemed quite standoffish, you know, and they were all being very 
diplomatic, you know, and, yes. and sort of this is the game and, you know, I just need to be open. This lot seemed to be a little bit more like they don't give a shit. Like Trey certainly yes. doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I know he's he, he, he's kind of single at the minute now at the end of the episode, but, you know, he was, he was coupled up with Sally and then he's sticking it on Caitlin. You know, I, I just think, Oh fucking! You need people like that for the entertainment value, don't you? For the drama, and so I, yeah. I'm really excited about this. And it, it could be that it's in Vegas as well. That that might be adding to it, but it just feels to me like we're going to have a bit more drama in this season. Yeah, and I, and I do think Dave. I've said it all the way through this episode. Caitlin's going to be at the centre of all of it. I think she's the one. She's becoming a bit of the head girl of the house already. I think she's going to cause problems. I do think, though, and I'm sticking to this, they seem too polished. Dave. I hope it doesn't go down the route of Labour of Love, which is a completely different show, but that was so false, it's unbelievable. I mean, he even says it, the commentator's called Matthew Hoffman, and he even says he, had, he seems a bit more free than what he was in the last series, Dave. Like, he's found his feet a bit more. Maybe he's watched a bit more of the UK and Aussie one, but he does... You know, I've got that in my notes. I've got narrator stepped up his game. I, yes. I was genuinely chuckling at some of the things he was saying. And yeah. the fact that he's just taking the piss out of the contestants. You know, <laughs> when better. they're saying, like, you know, <laughs> just, oh, oh, I can't believe it. You know, I haven't been with someone for eight months. And, oh, wow, this is amazing. And it's like, oh, look, we're sat on a sofa. How weird is that you know <laughs> yeah the director he says well, the producers haven't told you to sit there or something like that it, it's it, it's good it's it's typical love island and it's what we love um i just want this to be genuine look dave let's be honest right there's not many couples stick together at the end of love island so i'm not putting out any hope but am i going to be completely invested in calling everybody out for being bastards you're damn right for these next six weeks i am all in on this and i know you will be i just at the end of it i felt sorry for jeremiah to be honest because he's a good guy he was dead sweet i thought johnny was a bit thing i'm talking he moved away but, oh, no problem he seems to have got really good manners and that and i think he deserves already somebody i'm hoping they're going to bring another girl in because it's obviously imbalanced at the moment and and justine seems really on the edge and she's taking it a bit too personally and that's yeah. where as much as the others seem more polished justin and moira justin and moira stick out for me more that they've never really watched the show and the fact that justin got emotional she might mm. because she's missing the family and she may have been isolated for weeks i don't know but i just i think they need to keep an eye on them too more than anything but everyone yeah. else was classic Love Island and perfect for, for the first episode for me. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I tell you, a few other just small things that I noticed. So, I mean, when Johnny came in, fuck me, it's like he was walking down the tunnel and there's no light. He, yeah, he's a big he's fucking massive, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> huge traps and he was just blocking the whole light source. And I thought, fucking hell, he's massive. But yeah, he does seem like quite a chilled out bloke. But one of the things he said, when he was asked about what his type was, he was saying, you know, if, you know, it just depends on the, the situation and that. And if, if I see a girl and she's beautiful to me that night, then, you know, and, and I just thought that those two words that night, he, he could mean, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll couple up and she'll be my girlfriend for six months. But I, I just I just wonder as well, is he is he a little bit of a player as well? I might might be reading too much into that statement but um yeah it kind of hit me like an electric shock when he when he said that what you're saying about the talent agencies and that you know the these don't have normal jobs do they you know you've got kind of catalog models go-go dancers 
people who work in sales are very outgoing. The one who sticks out for me, Chris, is Connor, who's an auditor of public accounts. So <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> now he is a good looking bloke, fantastic yep. body. I actually like though, he seems quite humble. And I quite I quite like that. Maybe not, you know, if if we have a week of him on screen, I might change my tune and say he's a bit boring to be on TV. But at the moment, you know, in terms of normal people, I think he sticks out to me. Yeah, he does. And I think it was quite interesting what he's about the humbleness. He's, he's what he said about, um, he said to Mackenzie and he said it on screen, oh, she's well out of my league. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, she's like a 10 and he's a 10 as well. He's a good looking lad. He's, he's got the chiseled looks. He's More than anything, Dave, he's got the personality, I think, to go with it. He hasn't just about the looks and the body. He seems genuinely um, like, like a nice lad mm, at the moment. Yeah. He really does. So so I, I think he's met his match there. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, Mackenzie seems quite nice as well. She seems quite a lovely girl. So they could they could be a good couple there. As long as one of them doesn't have to themselves swayed. I think that they look pretty sweet at the moment. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I can't see someone like Connor flip-flopping between different girls either. I think, especially if he thinks she's out of his league, I... I can't see his head being turned, to be honest. And and we've we've seen this occasionally, haven't we? So the the Love Island, Australia. I have to keep thinking which bloody country is my head at. So Australia season one, where you had Erin and Eden, they coupled up day one and were there to the end. Uh, last wow. year you had Zach and Elizabeth. I think theirs was day one, wasn't it? And they then they went on yeah. to win the thing. So I don't know. If most of the couples don't survive like the first coupling up, do they? But I don't know. If my money was on anyone, it'd be Connor and Mackenzie. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Dave. So, Dave, what a way to wrap up this episode. I have been so excited to watch it and get on and talk about it. It's been brilliant. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in and coming along with us again on another ride. Here we go again. So, if you want to follow us on Twitter at CD Reality Cast. And on Instagram, CD Reality Cast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And as we always say, if you've got a couple of minutes, can you please get onto your podcast catching app and just drop Dave and myself a review on the show? It helps us grow and we get out there and spread the word. If anybody's watching this from the UK, US, Australia, anywhere around the world, we have fans everywhere, which we really appreciate. Get your emails in, but tell people about the show and let's get this community growing because we love talking about Love Island. It's absolutely brilliant. So Dave, Thank you so much for today, mate. And it's all happening again tomorrow. Can't wait, mate. Can't wait. I didn't think this was going to happen this year. Not only is it happening, it's in bloody Vegas as well. And we're getting all pictures and both wishing we were there. So, no, honestly, can't wait for tomorrow now. Brilliant. Right, I'll see you tomorrow, mate. Bye. Bye now. Bye now.